Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. She said, I've seen you in here before. I said, I've been here a time or two. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit them at South Hills Kia. Net. Doran Dickerson, Jeff Hathorn, Mark Cabali, Austin Bechtel behind the glass with you on the Fan Morning Show all morning. As I said before, Tyler Kennedy, 8.30. Get caught up on the Penguins. They play Winnipeg tonight. Brad Spielberger will join us at 8 a.m. And we also have Southside Jake, owner of Southside Plumbing and Heating. Are you smarter than a plumber? That's at 7.30. He's going to call in and ask us a couple of sports questions to see if uh, we're smarter than he is. Uh, that's a can new I segment. Can I ask him a plumbing a, question? Yes, you can ask him a plumbing why question. Why my kid keeps blocking up my toilet? I think you should ask him okay. that. He'll have the oh, answer because yeah. he's the best. What, what's the best uh, plunger out there? Yes. Yes, I a- need that question. Ask him. Ask I'm him. I guarantee you I get none of the questions right. Um, <laughs> I, I think they're sports questions, though. So that's I, what I, I mean. mean. Yeah, yeah, you're not the Like based trivia. off our trivia that we you, did the other yeah, day. Yeah, you're not the I doubt he's going to ask you plumbing questions, Jeff. He's, I mean, even regular trivia. Jeff is eh. you're not you're not a very good trivia. I'm horrible. Guy. I'm horrible at it. I thought you'd be good at like Jeopardy or something. I did too. Whenever I, when we first did it, what does that mean? That's at Ohio State education. Oh, that's hey, if you ask me about the, I got that. <laughs> Other than that, I'm 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 gone. What about uh, receivers coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Can we ask you guys about that? Who should be next in line? What type of receivers coach do they need? Uh, Frisman Jackson has been let go. I, I, I've seen people, and this kind of irked me a little bit, and I will get this off my chest and I'll let you guys uh, uh, chime in. The, there's people out there that think that this, this is a great opportunity for the Pittsburgh Steelers to hire the next up-and-coming wide receiver coach, pass game coordinator from college. I think that that is one of the worst ideas I've ever seen because, one, they don't have time to, to spend their resources on seeing if a guy can work out. For the, for the receiver position, and really anybody on their offensive staff, in my opinion. I feel like they're in a, a in an immediate mode that they need to get things going and make sure they hit the ground running. They don't have time to see if a guy can make the transition from college to the pros to incorporate themselves in a wide receiver room. Two, how are you going to bring in a wide receiver coach from college with his first opportunity, even though he's an up-and-comer, and say, yeah, you know what, you need to handle this wide receiver room. We know how the wide receiver room is. That room needs needs some parameters around it. They need somebody stern to walk in there and get things right. They need that more than the X's and O's. 
So I think that that is an awful idea uh, to to even take the time and the resources to see if a guy from college could come in here and be their wide receiver coach. They need mean, somebody that's very established. You mean like somebody from Boston College who was a wide receiver coach that could bring in here? Oh, no, he's throwing it out there. I'm just saying that because that's where his kid played, where Tomlin's <laughs> kid played. No, I, I'm with you. I mean, it, it always depends on who it is. Like, if it's somebody who played in the NFL for 10 years and um, is tired of the college game, which I think everybody is now, uh, I'm sure they're going to get – a thousand resumes from college coaches, uh, but I'm with you. You got to find somebody that these guys are going to immediately respect, because it seems like yep. respect isn't something that goes through that room very often. Yeah, but the thing is, is how, these kids, these guys, and I call them kids because they're twenty some years yeah. old. I mean, let's throw the name Heinz Ward out there. How, how many of them really know what Heinz Ward did? How many of them really saw him play? But they could so YouTube him. I don't know if that him. takes that. They could think, YouTube him. Right, they, go, could, they could figure damn. that out. Yes, but. Uh, I mean, we, we know how it was, but I still don't think that they would that he a lot of players understand what some of these guys go through. I think you need a guy, as you said, where they had their most success was was after you know early in early in the Tomlin tenure when they brought in Richard Mann, a guy that's okay. He was seventy at the time, right, or whatever it was. You ain't messing with him. You brought a guy in like Daryl Drake. He he loved the, the guys. The guys respected him, but he was a hard, you know what? So that's the type of guy you need. I don't need a off a wide receiver coach to come in and teach Deontay Johnson how to run a route. Right. I don't need to teach George Pickens how to you know catch the ball and turn up field. Right. I need George Pickens inside that meeting room. I'm responsible for every word out of his mouth. I'm responsible for everything that happens in that locker room compared to what the receivers say. You know, that's the type of guy you need. You need a strong-willed, strong personality guy. If you had some guys who were did been there and done that, that's fine. But the thing I want to do is keep these guys motivated and on the straight and narrow. And you got to have a guy that's been there, done that, and probably somebody who's a little older. The thing about Heinz Ward, though, I will say, is maybe none of the players have seen him play. But I, I know just personally, like, I didn't see everybody play, but I knew if a guy walked around, I, I know that name. Yeah. They know the name. I, I know I know every single wide receiver in the NFL knows the name Heinz Ward, and they know that he is a potential Hall of Famer, and they know what he's about. Oh, he and, should be a Hall of Famer. And, yeah, he's a, he's, he should be a Hall of Famer. I, I know that. I mean, you don't really have to see Heinz Ward play to know that he's one of, regarded as one of the best wide receivers to ever play the game. I mean, that, that is the case. And especially if you're a Pittsburgh Steeler wide receiver, you better know who Heinz Ward is. I'm not saying I'm a proponent of Heinz Ward exactly, mm -hmm. but if he did get that job, I mean, from the way he played and his mentality, if he does transition that as a coach, that's exactly what they need. And you kind of are bridging the gap of, okay, this is how you play the wide receiver position, and this is how I played it here. You don't have to be like me. I don't have to come in here and, and tell you, like, you know, you got to be Heinz Ward, but this is how we're going to play. You kind of set the tone, and you know what the tone is with Heinz Ward, at least as a player, just don't know if he could do that as a coach. I think that that is an, a, a, an option that they should explore. Guy that played a long time, guy that uh, doesn't have a job right now, did swim around a little bit coaching in the NFL, and I brought up yesterday Antoine Randowell, who is a receiver coach for – the Detroit Lions had an interview with Tampa Bay as an offensive coordinator. Uh, nobody's going to make a lateral move. I get that. And they were just in the uh, you know NFC Championship game. Right. Um, 
But if you you can use titles to promote, so you promote them to pass game coordinator and Cabal and I talked about this a little bit earlier. Pass game coordinator, wide receiver coach, pass game coordinator doesn't mean anything but a title and a promotion. So you give him a promotion, you bring him back somewhere where he's familiar, and he's a guy that you know I'm on I'm on Ross St. Brown, Reynolds, you know all the all the receivers that played for the Detroit Lions this year, they did pretty damn good, did pretty good. So he's a guy that could develop young rod receivers. I would look in that direction. Doesn't have to be familiar, but those are the two guys that are out there for me right now. Mark, my thing is you could also bridge the gap. I mean, here's a guy. George Pickens was seven the last time the Steelers yeah. won a championship. Seven. He was, he se- he was seven he, last he time Hines the, Ward played. I mean, he doesn't know the Steelers' history. He doesn't know their immediate history. He doesn't know them as a, as a Super Bowl champion. Hines could be a guy that could, could help like, hey, this is what we did and I think he has the personality to work in that room, plus the gravitas of being able to turn on tape and go, okay, this guy played the game, and he played the game the right way. I just don't know if he has enough experience for me right now. He was, what, a intern for camp maybe five years ago? 17, back in 17. I think he worked with Juju a little bit then. He thought mm-hmm. he might have had a chance to get the job there, but I, they went up going with Daryl Drake, I believe, the year after that. He bounced around offensive assistant. You know what that is. When he was in New York, he you know, do the grunt work, right? You don't do really do. It. And then he, who knows? Was he in the USFL? Yeah, but would you? But he's a head, what, but he was a head coach. USFL. Come on, but would you? But are you really like we're saying though? But is that the point of bringing in a, the a, a Heinz Ward? The point of bringing him in is basically a culture in the room type building, like X's and O's. There's other people to take care of that. Mm-hmm. You know, as a, as a, as a wide receiver coach in the NFL, like you know, you're you're not putting game plans together. You're kind of like, okay, this is our job, this is our duty. So, I mean, the little football things, there's other people that can handle that. You're really bringing in Hyde's Ward to rebuild a culture within a room, and and if you just leave it at that, I think he can handle that. I think no matter what, whoever they bring in, he needs to, whoever this receiver coach is needs to have support from Mike Tomlin. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if he want, if there's something going on. He needs to be able to go to Tomlin and say, hey, man, this guy's just not doing this, and Tomlin's going to have to proceed with some sort of discipline. If he goes in there the same way and, you know, George, Deontay doing what they want, complaining and say, well, he, you know, he's getting better, he's learning, he's a young guy. No, you're old enough to be able to take responsibility for your own actions. So I think the big part of this is, I mean, Tomlin's going to have to be right there behind him looking over the shoulder and saying, what did you say? Uh, okay, you know. I think that's huge, if especially yeah. if you go with a, a younger type of, of guy. I don't know if Tomlin wants to be that guy, though. I don't know if he wants to be that guy that looks over the shoulder of the head co- uh, the assistant coaches. I hired you to do this job. You do it. If not, we'll find somebody else. See, like my direct experience, like I, I, I got moved to receiver my, what, third, fourth, fourth year and in Buffalo. And you know who my receiver coach was? And I don't know why it didn't work out, but Ike Hilliard was my receiver coach in and then he was a receiver coach here. And I don't know what happened there. You probably know better than I do. But that's what he did bring to the table. Like, he was a former wide receiver. Uh, he was no nonsense. And, you know, he 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 kind of rebuilt the culture within the receiver room in Buffalo. Don't know what transpired here. But that that's a, I, that's a type of coach in my mind. <laughs> I was going to say, we could put one and one together here and figure it out. Boy, what is it? I don't think he and uh... – I don't think he and the Maple Leaf saw a head-to-head. <laughs> well, okay, there, there you go. And he's like, I'm gone. And I think that then put Tomlin in a bad position to hire Frisman Jackson, who, you know, what do you have, two years? 
off a Carolina team that dumped him. So I don't know how much he was the number one choice as well. But you you couldn't have bring Frisman Jack back in my in my estimation. You had to make this move, right? And, and you I had to. And I don't think yes, yes, yeah. you had to. And I I think the same way with Sullivan. I think they're crazy if they bring Mike Sullivan. Back. Really? Why? Yes. So you said Tomlin got up on that podium and said none of these guys are qualified enough to to interview to be offensive coordinator. And we're looking for somebody that has quarterback experience. And then you're going to bring back the quarterback coach? Maybe Sullivan doesn't mean he's a coordinator. Doesn't mean he's a bad coach. It's just I don't see how you could bring back the same guy because what that tells me is like, well, it wasn't wasn't so bad, wasn't so bad. Bringing a new coordinator, everything else is fine. But maybe Sully doesn't want to be a coordinator. Maybe he. Why, why did, did he, he interview de- with ah, Las you're Vegas? Right, you're right. But you're did right. He, did he develop the quarterbacks too though? Right. I mean, he looked, pretty, the, he, he looked pretty good two years ago developing Kenny in that second half of the season, right? Did he? I don't know. Did he? I mean, Kenny. But but if you're looking, have four, you four, have to look four, at a full body of work, right? How much of the quarterbacks improved over the last two years? See, I think he recognized issues. I mean, we saw in camp last year or, or OTAs that they knew Kenny had an issue with staying in the pocket and sliding, and and they were working on that in April. I mean, it just didn't come to fruition. So I think that I, I can identify I'm not blaming, it. I'm not blaming everything. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, there are other factors involved here, um, many factors. But I, how could I don't know how you could stay with somebody when you've said the stuff you've said and that you know that you need to bring a change. And wasn't Tomlin? I'm going to bring in all these new ideas. Well, he's brought in Arthur Smith. Maybe. I I just don't think there's going to be any other moves other than the offensive or the wide receiver coach. And you may be right. I'm I just think so. saying I, I, I can't believe that. There could like, be a philosophy difference. I don't know. Maybe, just maybe, you know, that means getting input from everybody. I don't know. I mean, he, he could – when he talks, he talks in riddles. We think we have to – we have to we have to read between the lines of what he's saying. Maybe new ideas means, you know – Let's have the tight end coach do a little bit more. I don't know. Maybe he didn't get that opportunity, Alfredo Roberts, during his tenure with under Cannon. I don't know. I mean, we parse all these words and think we know what he's talking about, but we really don't know. Well, I mean, to to be fair to him, we can only go off what he tells us. Mm -hmm. Right? that's, That's been an argument forever. I mean... Don't tell me what's happening. Then when I write something that might be incorrect, say, well, you're wrong. He said, well, I asked you in the first place. You won't tell me. So I think that's an issue, at least in my profession, of, you know, just tell me. I mean, you know, tell us. Fintex I line. have to guess. Fintex line brought to you by Edgar Snyder Associates, a personal injury law firm, where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Coming up next, there are other staff uh, changes that have happened since uh, the end of the season. We'll go through those, and we'll see – which uh, which of those position coaches need to be addressed outside of the receiver coach and Frisman Jackson, as we were talking about? But there are other people that are uh, moving on, and the Steelers are moving on from. We'll talk about them next. But first, a Bechtel headline. Penguins are back in action after the All-Star break is over. It's tonight against the Winnipeg Jets. Tristan Jari expected in that 7 o'clock PPG Paints Arena. Penguins on the season tied for fifth place in the Metropolitan Division. 51 points. That's Knotted up with the New Jersey Devils and the Washington Capitals, but the Penguins have played one fewer game. 
Pens trail the Philadelphia Flyers by five points for third place in the Metro. Also trail the Detroit Red Wings in the wild card race by seven for the final spot. Headlines, Proper Bowser and Genesis to Monroeville. Now open. For more, go to 937thefan.com. And now, here's Doran. Happy Valentine's Month from Noah Gabriel and Company Jewelers. Voted the number one jeweler in North Pittsburgh. This Valentine's Day, play Cupid with a stunning pair of half-carat round, brilliant cut diamond stud earrings for only three Ninety-nine or forever gold rose for ninety-nine dollars. It's a real rose preserved in twenty-four karat gold at Noah Gabriel and Company Jewelers. If you're looking to get engaged, Noah Gabriel will guarantee she'll love her ring with their exclusive perfect ring guarantee. Visit them at Wexford or Ross Park Mall or online noahgabrielco.com. Fan more show Twitter poll brought to you by PJ Fitzpatrick Home Improvement Trust PJ.com. Dickerson, Cabali, Hathorn, Beck told. Here with you on the fan morning show. Uh, obviously, they just got rid of Frisman Jackson, the wide receiver coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. That uh, position won't be opened up now. They'll do their little search and see who could be the next person. But out of these uh, other positions that are open, what, you, what do you think they need to address first? David Corley, who was the assistant quarterback coach, he's moving on. Matt Tomshow, quality control, he's moving on. Obviously, Frisman Jackson. Marcel Pastor, he was their head strength coach, I think, for – what, 24 years for a long time. Glenn Thomas was brought in last year. Offensive assistant, he's gone. And Gerald Alexander, assistant defensive back coach, is gone. Which, uh, you know, well, first of all, do you think that they'll make any other moves? Do you think that anybody else will be let go? Uh, Alfredo Roberts, the tight end coach. Pat Meyer, I think we assume that he's going to be back. Mike Sullivan, you know, 50-50 on him. And Eddie Faulkner as a running back coach, is he going to be back? Will they make any other offensive Staff moves first. I, th- I think they're pretty much set in their ways now. They can add people, and more than the people you mentioned there, Dorn. I mean, I don't want to f- sound flipping here, but these are ancillary people here. I mean, whoever they bring in is whoever they bring in. It's not going to make much of a difference. Where I think you need to make a difference is you need to hire that that experienced guy. I mean, the Brian Flores type of guy, either offense, defense, both. That guy who's an assistant head coach has has that type of capabilities. I mean, there's some, somebody there's like available. A, there's, I mean, there's two. I mean, the Ron Rivera's ta- uh, interviewing in Dallas this week. Mm-hmm. Somebody of that ilk. I think that's where they can greatly benefit with uh, who they would bring in. Like these other guys. I mean, offensive assistants and defensive assistants and what do they, they call those guys? The uh, quality control. Quality control. Call it what's quality control? They make printouts, right? Yeah, or whatever they, they do. They, they draw it's up, not they that draw, bad. They draw I mean, up uh, uh, scout cards. Yeah, so I think they need to bring in somebody like that. Maybe they're waiting through all these coordinator positions to be um, cycled through to make that move. But I think that's where you go. That's that's where I would go. And there's a guy that that is looking to sell his house in Washington D.C. Is that a direction you would go? I don't see. I don't see why that would hurt, Coach. I don't see that why that would hurt. I mean, he could be. I mean, it all depends on. First of all, you have to have a good relationship with the offensive coordinator. If they're going to come in and just butt head, butt heads, and they have that personality, of course, I don't know Eric Bieniemy from you know anybody other than you know. Nor do we really know Arthur Smith from anybody. I might know. I might have Eric Bieniemy on my fantasy team in the early nineties. It's about you know as much as I know of him, other than you know Kansas City. But <clears throat> the point is, those I think you have to have a good relationship. Arthur Smith would have to feel comfortable with him and not always looking over his shoulder. But yeah, if that's if you if that passes all the tests there, yeah, absolutely, I would bring him in. Yeah, I mean, we're at that point now where I mean, if this doesn't work with 
Arthur Smith, Tomlin won't be the head coach. I mean, they're going to go out as a package. Ah, come on, Jeff. Serious. You think you think Tomlin has two more years or something like that to? I, I'm saying it doesn't work in two years if this fails. If, I don't. If, I don't if, think if so. this still is. Maybe Tomlin leaves, but I don't think he'll. I I don't see it. I just don't see it at this point of Art Rooney firing Mike Tomlin, regardless of what happens over the next two years. I just don't see regardless. it. Regardless. Regardless. I mean. Regardless. Well, I'm saying you know there can't be any arrests made. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nothing like that. But on field, yes. regardless. No. No. Unless you go 0 for 34 in two years. I mean, there's all, all, all obviously there's exceptions to the rule, but no, I, I mean, just don't see it. They feel like it's pointing up a little bit. I think you've got to take that next step and at least get a playoff victory. And I think that's got to happen. It doesn't in the next matter. Couple. I mean, honestly, what are we talking about here? Do I just want to get in and get one victory? No, but I'm, what I'm saying is that shows progress. If not, you're just this floundering organization. They just won 10 games with a not a great roster that was banged up. Yeah, but is that, I mean, that's not good enough. Well, neither is one playoff win. But if you do less than that. If you think. If you, in two years. It's 10 wins and a non-playoff considered so you're a failure? Saying, so you're saying if they were to win 19 games over the next two years but no playoff wins, then that's that's good. I'm not saying that's good. I'm just saying he's not getting fired. I don't I don't agree with that. I just don't see it happening. The firing part. I think they'll part ways. It won't they'll, they'll never they'll never it'll, there'll never be a title on a, you know uh, in, yeah, in the in well the said. paper that says yeah, Steelers fire funny. Mike Tomlin. They parted ways. Mm-hmm. But I I definitely think that it's immediate that this has to be a success with Arthur Smith. I don't I don't think so. I mean, obviously it needs to be successful it can't be four and thirteen, but I don't see other than a absolute, complete, and utter failure on the field and off the field, as in the locker room and all that stuff. Where Art Rooney says, "Okay, I'm done. I had enough. Let's bring somebody else in." I mean, eight, nine, ten wins every season might not be good enough for the Pittsburgh fans, and you know, rightfully so. But that's nothing to sneeze at. I mean, every oh, you, you know what? Honestly, you talk about no losing seasons, and everybody makes fun of that now. You know what I? You know what I like to look at when I think of Mike Tomlin? One game in his history that was meaningless. Every single year they're in it. It was back in what 2012. They played a Week 17 game that they were eliminated. The only game in the Tomlin history. How- I think that's more important than no losing seasons. I think that's very important stats. But yeah. nothing that ever added up to anything. I understand yeah. that. See, I disagree. I, I would rather, and I know you wrote about this. Did I? I would <laughs> rather oh. suck for five years no, and win a championship. I don't. I don't. Why? Why? Why middle? Like middling, middling sucks. So you'd rather you'd rather be. I'd rather be in the basement. I'd yes. rather be the Cleveland Browns at zero and seventeen, so you, knowing that I've got a chance to win a Super Bowl three years down so the road. So you'd rather be the Florida Marlins, yes. than say they want the, a title. the Dodgers, who probably have the same amount of How many, World Series wins over the past twenty five years. Because that that works. So you're telling me you'd rather be the Marlins? I'm telling you than the Dodgers. If I could, if I had to languish in like the Houston Texans are set up 
they're a, they're a championship. Just because you team. stink one year doesn't mean you're going to be good in three years. You have that opportunity of stink and stink yeah, and stink and stink. It gives you the stinking. opportunity to build to be as good as you could possibly be if you do stink initially. If you stink and you sacrifice, you're going to get things to, to set up. And if you have the right people to set the things up, then you have a better chance of winning but, big in a couple of years. And here's I understand the thought of, hey, you're only a win away or, hey, who knows what can happen. But come on. When's the last time this team, 17, was the last time they really had a chance to win a championship? Well, that was the Le'Veon nope. Patriots right. game, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, they, they probably should have won if they weren't so So, I mean, they, up, they but, didn't have a losing season, but what did that get them? I see, I, but you're there. You have that opportunity every year of if we add one piece here, there. If Kenny played great this year, we could have won – Two more games, we could have had a better chance. We could have won. Uh, if we didn't bring Matt Canada back, we could have progressed this way. I don't want to rebuild, rebuild, rebuild. I don't want the – you know, maybe this is my Pirates thought right here. The five-year plans up on, you know, the seventh maybe straight five-year plan. This is a right. salary I understand that, but I that's my mentality. I don't want that five-year plan you know, every five years. You know years. what made the Penguins great? A ping-pong ball or two? Stinking. <laughs> I just can't sit there and be like, you know, we woulda, shoulda, coulda. Like, oh, we could have if we did this. Oh, well, you know, we were right there, but we didn't. Like, but there's that, no that, guarantee that if you stink, you're going to be good in three years. Yeah, but I'd rather know that I stink. Like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, woulda, shoulda, coulda. Like, I know that we can't right now, but we will soon. Instead of saying like, yeah, woulda, shoulda, coulda. Oh, we were off at scoring it away. But you know who made that decision? I made that decision. So I put us back even more. Uh, you know what? If if the quarterback did would have played better, we would have you know won a playoff game. Who made that decision? I made that decision. Like, and then I put us back even more. Like every year, you're just in the same spot, and it's never transpiring into anything successful. Whenever you like, they don't know who they are. I would rather add a piece or two that I think I need every year than rebuild every year. Now, if this year if they stayed healthy on defense and Kenny progressed like people thought he was. It's a different ball game. That's three players. That that Hayward. That's who else got hurt. It's the inside linebackers. And if Kenny were to progress like he played in the preseason, all of a sudden this team is looked at differently right now. I'd rather add those two or three pieces every year and have a chance than saying, "Oh man, we we got to just blow this whole thing up. It's not working. Ah, oh, we got to blow this thing up. It's not working." We're not. I not covered a bad about- team in '03, and it's bad. It's awful. Yeah, one time, and it's awful. But one time. It's awful for the but, fans. But it's you, awful yeah, for the fans. What, what happened is, after that? You know what else is awful? It's kind of almost playing not to lose. Right. Like playing to be f- around 500. You know, like they don't go for it. I think fans would understand if they went for it. But what's going for it? What's going for it? Then blowing Losing? It all up. Blowing up. I mean, I just don't understand. Their entire front office has changed. Their entire scouting department has changed. Their GM has changed. Uh, their coaching staff changes every three years. Their players, there has not, there's like two players on the team from five years ago. I mean, there's a lot of turnover on this team. So we've seen that, and they're they're failing. Why, why would you want to blow it up again? I don't think this is a sport where you could just blow it up. Well, you know what? There's maybe another team in the city that might need to blow things up, and we'll talk about them next because they have a game tonight. But first, the Bechtel headline. 
Pitt basketball plays tomorrow at NC State. It's a big game in the ACC for the Panthers. Currently eighth in the Atlantic Coast Conference. Two-game winning streak. Pitt's 14-8 and overall, 5-6 and in ACC play. NC State's 15-7 and overall, also on a two-game winning streak, and 7-4 and in ACC play. And currently the ACC is projected to only get about three teams in the NCAA tournament. Headlines are probably Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more, go to 937thefan.com. And now, here's Doran. ESPN Bet is now live in Pennsylvania. As the official sportsbook of ESPN, ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sportsbook bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in game wagering, cross sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. Must be 21 and over. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's hard for any one of us to be at our best in the absence of emotion. I think that's, that's what makes sports what it is. And my experience of being around it is when players or teams are invested emotionally, then that's usually when you have an opportunity to capture their best. So, without a doubt, um, emotional investment is an important aspect of it. And so uh, that's something that, uh, that, that, quite honestly, is an expectation that we all have when we come into the dressing room every day. Fan Morgan brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz Plumbing. That was Mike Sullivan, head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins, talking about emotion, what you need to bring to the table uh, night in and night out. And they just had a little break, the All-Star break, and uh, they're back. They, they are back a couple days ago and skating around, uh, Different configurations, maybe yeah. on the table. They got a game tonight. We're going to talk to Ke- t- t- Tyler Kennedy. Excuse me, Tyler Kennedy at eight thirty. Um, Jeff, some different configurations, maybe from the Penguins that could possibly uh, give them a spark. Yeah, and and a quick aside, Lars Eller kind of backed up those comments, like not with, without calling anybody out, but like we're not always emotionally invested like we should be, mm-hmm. and they need to be. It's that time of year. Like it's it's time to step on the gas where every game matters. But yeah, the power play is a big thing. I mean, uh, 
they moved Jessup Poljarve, the the new guy, into the third line. That's probably going to stay that way. Um, with Carter on the fourth, and you know, you take Malkin and Carlson off the top power play unit. That might seem like, oh yeah, you that those are tough conversations. Those are two guys that have done a lot in this league that are very proud. They don't want to be perceived as being quote unquote benched, um, but they're going to go with that for a little bit. And I mean, you can't say that that Sullivan didn't give them a chance. Right. I mean, how long did yeah. he stay with that group? And it's just, I mean, here's how bad it is. When the Penguins in 05, 06 won 22 games, their power play hit at 19%. <laughs> this power play 13. hits at 13%. Yeah. Hey, you got to give Sully credit. I mean, that's like you said, that's not an easy move to have, make. You got Carlson, one of the best scoring defensemen, which you brought him in probably just or one of the reasons was to play the power play. And, of course, Malkin, all the success he's had in his career there to go up to those guys. And finally, it probably, like you said, it probably should have happened months ago. Hey, we're going in a different direction. Give him credit for that. I mean, maybe this was the plan all along. Wait till you know, after the All-Star break to see. We'll give you that shot. And if it's not, turn around. But – I can't see anybody. I can't see them. I can see the players being upset, but they have to understand. Look at the numbers. Right. I mean, it comes to a point where, like, it's it's about the team. Like, we got to win. And, you know, the feelings are going to get hurt in sports. (laughs) Your your feelings are going to get hurt, but we have to do what we think is necessary and the sacrifices we need to make uh, to better the team because we need to figure something out. And if, if, if you are upset, then why didn't you do better then? kind of the situation and I know it is tough but I mean that's the part of pro sports so you got to make tough decisions you got to hurt some feelings and you got to do what's necessary in order to get wins so if it's gonna hurt these are two what hall of fame players potential with Carl's I guess both of them are potential they'd be like locks hall of fame Latang. Or, or well, the two guys are. I think Carlson's a boring. really close lock, if not a lock. Malkin, obviously, Crosby. So you're telling two L- Hall Letang, of Famers potentially that still think that they're good, still getting paid good money, that this guy and this guy that are now better than you come sit at the bench. Who's, who's, can't, who's can't be, right. it? I'm just saying it just can't be an easy thing to swallow. And, 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 those two play and, better. And you know what? And he can be outspoken. I credit Latang for keeping his mouth shut or, or not whining or not letting it out there that you know he now he gets a second opportunity run with it let's see what you let's see what you can do now you're getting a chance and you, you put riley smith on that top unit those are the two that will replace malkin and carlson so i mean we'll see they were 0 for 2 on saturday when they tried it for the first time let's see what they do tonight coming up next super bowl opening night was last night Kabali has been to one of those events before i know you guys remember the uh I'm just here so I won't get fined. That's what that reminds me of. But it seems like it's just more of a hoopla nowadays. We'll talk about that next, but first, a Bechtold headline. Pens and Jets tonight at PPG Paints Arena, 7 o'clock. Tristan Jari is expected in that as the Penguins are shaking some things up on the power play, looking to try to get rolling right now. He's tied for fifth place in the Metropolitan Division standings. Headlines, Private Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more, go to 937thefan.com. The 50-minute mark on the van brought to you by Southdale's Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Dickerson, Kabali, Hathorne, Bechtold behind the glass. Uh, mark, you have been to the opening night. I guess it was, what, media day before? No, I've been to both the media nights, the old school, the well, 05. What's the difference? Well, they changed, oh, they changed the format. I've been to the old school one. Oh, yeah? yeah. 
What's the times. What was the format then, or what is it like now? What's the difference? Well, the Steelers in, what, 05, so 08, 10. It, it used like to a, be Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday like afternoon. Tuesday morning or early afternoon. You just go, everybody be on the field. You just, I mean, there were still hijinks and whatnot, but you would at least have, it would be more, a little it bit was more just normal. Media. It, was, it was media, but there would be entertainment media. There'd be yeah. people that, you know, wanted to be goofy, but not now. Now not, it's a program. They do, do the first night. And there were no night. fans. It was yes. just reporters and, and, and multiple places would carry it live, not just NFL Network. Yeah, and now it's just a show. It's just a show where it's, before you go and you talk to some, you know, anybody you wanted to. I remember talking to Lima Swede one time on the sidelines. I guess that would be what? Would that be 10? I guess. Eight. I'm like, hey, Limus, what's up? I don't got nothing to say. Well, what do you want? I'm like, no, I just said a lie. I'm yeah. like, what are you talking about, buddy? But, you know, the interactions like that. But now it's just a show. You, I know people were down on the Pro Bowl and whatnot about the goofiness of that. This thing is 100 times worse. I'd much rather do about anything other than go to this first night garbage where there's plants set everywhere. And, you know, I got that little – kid from vegas was tremendous but uh after the seventh straight minute interview and pat mahomes i was <laughs> yeah. ready to move on right <laughs> well and i think for the fans i mean well hey the nfl can make money off it let's not discount that you sell tickets to it people come in and i think the fallacy of it is they think that they're getting like interview or autograph opportunities when really they get marched in as a group and they get marched out as a group and there's no, like, they go up in the stands and start autographing stuff. So I hope fans don't think that in the early infancy of this. I mean, I guess they get, they could see them closer than most of them would have their, their tickets, or maybe they don't even have tickets to the game. So this mm-hmm. is as close as they can get. Wait, so. is it a, like you have to buy a ticket for it? Yeah, they do that at the Combine Town, too, over the past couple of years. You can, they don't allow the media in to watch, but they sell tickets on the weekend to be able to go watch the Combine live. Oh, really? Yep. I think I did know that because like when I was there, I mean, it was empty. Like yes. it was just coaches and scouts. And yeah. some, and it depend on the per- people's personalities. Like some people, some athletes liked it because it was different questions. It got a little goofy. It wasn't just the same game stuff time after time after time. Um, but it just depended on. And then there were some guys like Lima Suede, apparently, that, and and Joey Porter, infamous. I don't know. Joey Porter might have been during the week. You know, I think. About Wait, it. Like, so Joey there, was during the week. There's other availability for players yeah. throughout the week. Daily. It used Just to daily. be. This is how it used to go. They arrived Sunday night. Uh, they'd have a select players on Monday, like at a podium. Tuesday would be media day. Wednesday, Thursday would just be a half hour, forty five minutes, an hour in a big ballroom at campus of whatever. You could just go sit and talk to anybody you want. And uh, I think Friday would be the head coaches. Then they'd be off. Yep. Now they condense that even more where I don't even think there's anything after Thursday. Would the, would the local media get pushed, to sh- pushed oh, aside? We'd be mad. Compared to the national? Like, would you guys but, be like the, the last in the totem pole to get, like, interviews? It, since it's like a whole national, really, event? I'd or would want, you get I, pre- preferred treatment? I once held my hand no. up for, like, 25 straight minutes for the Roger Goodell interview. And I'm like, yeah, okay, kid. I'm saying, like, if you had to, like Steeler no. after practice, like, will the national media get to them first, and you guys have to wait? So they would they would be at tables, and if you were around somebody that was famous, then those guys would. I mean, they're they're plugging, they're trying to get in there. The cool thing was though, 
if you were local and you like I remember going over to Brett Kiesel's table, nobody was there. Christian we had this Kunz. We had a great conversation because yeah. you know, he kinda he recognized my face so we could he, he wasn't worried about okay, where's this person from? Like that part of it is cool, but if you tried to get around like Ben at, back in the day, that was that was nearly yeah. All impossible. the coaches are available. Even Art or the owner was available for for media night. I yeah. believe they were. Yeah, I remember that. You're allowed I, to get the owners, the coordinators, anybody, a GM, but they tend to hide too in the stands <laughs> at times too. So I mean, I remember talking to Terrell Austin when he was an assistant in Arizona, like about Mercer County football. Like mm-hmm. It was just kind of cool because no one else was around, and you did kind of a, a side story. You could do that. But it's it's harder and harder. Yeah, if you're going up to talk to Pat Mahomes, first yeah, of all, awesome. you're not going to get a question in without getting shouted down of, you know, the the classic Dave Demashek quote for, for media days. Is this a must-win game? And they'd all look at him like, oh, okay, you're making a joke. <laughs> Are you married, Patrick? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Would you, you like to with, be? Have you hung out with Taylor? Here's a funny one. I, when I was at the last one with the Falcons and the Patriots, somebody would dress up like Tom Brady with a lifelike mask, was walking around. And See, people insane. actually thought it was Tom Brady. It looked like him. I have a picture of it somewhere know, on my insane. phone. He kind of like, now oh, looks, my goodness. He kind of now looks like he's wearing a mask. He does a little bit. Yeah, a little <laughs> I have Botox. that picture. A little too much Botox. Coming up next, Kabali has a theory that I found to be very interesting. Uh, I'm interesting to hear how you're going to lay it out to uh, have all this match up your theory, what's going to happen the first week of the NFL season. First fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on the new Silverado 1500 trucks today. High of 45 and a low 24. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 